What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Natasha Chantel, and we are back with another episode of the Honey and Locust podcast. What's good? I hope everybody is feeling good today. It is the first day of Black History Month. So happy Black History Month to you. Um, We all know that our history cannot be contained (laughs) in one month, especially the shortest month of the year but we can take this time to celebrate and remember to celebrate 365 days a year right because we know that black people black culture our history has contributed so much to society we couldn't even fit it all into one month so we're just gonna celebrate this month we're gonna acknowledge black history month and remember to celebrate Black History 365. I had to throw that in. Hey, I had to throw that in there. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Remember that celebrating me or celebrating one's culture doesn't mean that you have to um, hate other people or that you don't celebrate them as well. But it is important to celebrate yourself and to celebrate what God has done for your culture, uh, for myself. You know, I love to celebrate uh, the contributions that we have made to society. I thank God for an upbringing that taught me how to do that. Okay, shout out to my mom um, and everybody else who had that instilled in them. If nobody instilled that in you, find a way to celebrate it yourself. (laughs) Okay, study for yourself. Learn for yourself. It's okay. But as a young girl, I thank God that my mom would take me to the black stores, you know, the black entrepreneurs in our city. They were pillars, whether it was boutiques, bookstores, all kind of stuff. Um, and I was taught very young to, <laughs> I was taught very young to celebrate me. And I am so grateful to her for that. So shout out. Can we shout out to my mom real quick? Thanks, mom. And thanks to everybody else who's doing that. Um, It's really, 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 really important, especially in this day and age. We've seen some of the things we faced as a people over the years, over the centuries. You know, the fight that we've had um, to have some of the liberties that we have today. So it's really, really, really important just to love you, celebrate you, and thank God for his grace and how far we've come and know that um, there's nothing but progress ahead of us. That's what we speak. We choose to speak life. So happy Black History Month. I know that was a mouthful, but I had to throw that out there. Okay. (laughs) Now that we got that out the way, you know what this is over here. This is a safe space for all my creatives, innovators, those who Think outside of the box, color outside of the lines. We love God, but we love him unconventionally. We are all about relationship over here, seeing God in the ways that it's less obvious, celebrating God, 
discussing things that are relevant to society, to our generation, to our industries, all of that good stuff in a way that we're safe to do that while we still honor God. Is that good with you? Because if that's good with you, it's good with me. But more importantly, above it being good with you, as long as it's good with God. Come on, somebody. <laughs> All right. So that's what this space is. So welcome to the Honey and Locust podcast. If you've been rocking with us, man, welcome back. Um, it's, it's amazing to see this vision come to life. And God is blessing it. And it is becoming fruitful. And I hope that it's blessing you. And... Yeah, continue to rock with us. So that leads us to today's episode, which is Read You Like a Book. Okay, today's episode is called Read You Like a Book. And you already know we have different spins on our episodes. So we're going to discuss this, this title from different angles. Okay, um, there's different reasons why different things inspire the names of these episodes and different reasons. But number one, okay, it's Black History Month. It applies there. Read you like a book. This is a good time to brush yourself up, be studying, be celebrating who you are. Read you like a book. Get in some books, study, um, learn a new fact every day this month and beyond um, that you didn't know. Find something about black history that intrigues you yeah we can start there read you like a book find a book find an actual book find an actual person to study a movement to study to read like a book we know people say that saying man i'm a man i could read you like a book and sometimes they're talking about a spirit of discernment or being able to see right through things, to perceive, to give, have insight or knowledge or revelation on a thing. Um, but you can also discuss that the practical way. Like I just said, pick up an actual book, yo. <laughs> Read. <laughs> yes, man, I am an advocate for reading and literacy. Why? Because readers are leaders. Um, books have a way of giving us insight, taking us on journeys, giving us information, um, sometimes letting us experience something through pages, you know, children are encouraged to read because it sparks their imagination. Um, it works their brain. It, it can increase their capacity for knowledge and it's just, it's a, it's a great habit to have. I love to read. Why? Because I always want to be learning. I always want to be growing. I don't ever want to get stuck. And they say in life, like, if you continue to learn, as long as you continue to keep your mind active, those people live, tend to live longer, uh, fuller lives. Why? Because they continually challenge themselves. And if you're constantly reading, the chances are you're going to constantly be growing. Why? Because you're learning something new, constantly exposing yourself to different things. So yeah, man, let's stop right there. Make sure that you're always trying to keep growing. We had uh, an episode that was called Growth Spurts. You can link it back and go to that. But reading is a is a great way to keep learning and keep growing and to keep increasing your capacity. So, yeah, so that's one angle of it. Read you like a book, all right? Keep reading, keep growing. I'm excited 
right now as I'm in the process with my own book. I want to tell my own story. Some of us are sitting on testimonies. Some of us are sitting on the goodness of God, things that he's done for us, things that we've seen, things that'll help other people. And that's not fair. God didn't, God didn't give us these gifts or these testimonies or bring us through to keep it to ourselves. Maybe your assignment is not to write a book. Maybe your assignment is to write a book. Okay. Cause that's a whole anointing. That's a whole anointing out here. Y'all know we got to keep it. We keep it honoring God. That's a whole anointing. There's something called the scribes anointing. That means a person that, that means a person has a grace to write. If that's you write the book, write the play, write the song, write the movie, whatever it is, the world is waiting to read your work. And then we know this is another aspect aspect of it that we are living epistles of men. Um, we are living epistles read by all men. I thought about that scripture and I thought about how the Bible is literally full of stories. The Bible is literally a big storybook of people's lives, of their weaknesses, of their strengths, of their failures, of their victories, of Jesus's victory, the story of Christ, the story of his disciples, the story of those who walked with him. So the Bible was one big storybook. You want to get to know God, we got we to gotta know his word and study his word because it's all in that book. It's in the book. It's in the Bible, the book that he gave us to give direction, to give instruction, to give warning, to give examples, to give comfort, to give peace. Read you like a book. The Bible. All of the answers. Sometimes, you know, people be searching for answers and searching for answers through people and all this stuff. And it's like God gave us. He gave us the manual. He gave us the cheat sheet. <laughs> He gave us, he gave us the, uh, the code. He gave it to us. He gave us instructions. He gave us words of inspiration. He gave us words of correction. All of us in the word. And so, um, read you like a book that leads me to that too, because sometimes, like I said, people are searching for answers through people. And guess what? God may use you to point people to him. And so we might be what they see first. So that's another aspect of this, that people are reading us like a book. And so, man, Ty Tribble had this song called Who Am I? And um, it basically talks about that. Like when people look at you, what what do they see? You know, and you have to you have to be careful with that. But there's um, a teaching point to that, too, because if we're a reflection of God, what type of reflection are we giving off? Now, I know that we are imperfect reflections because, you know, we're not perfect and that's why we needed Jesus. But we want to try to be the best reflection that we can be and let God continue to work on us, mold us and smooth out those rough edges so that we can be better uh, representatives and better ambassadors of who God is, but thank God for grace and thank God for Jesus. But boom, if we go back to that scripture that we're living epistles, man, that means we we're a walking story too. And we always read history and in the history books and things like that. And we read about these people's lives, but have you ever thought about it that you are what somebody's going to be reading about 
if you live your life well and if you live your life in such a way um, to bring God glory, you can be somebody's story of inspiration, somebody's story of victory um, that you're creating now with how you live your life. Right? It's like you got to we got to start seeing things that way. Like, guess what? Um, you know how they always say the the way that we live now, like you're choosing a side of history. So what side of history, what what side of the story in history are you choosing by the way that you live your life or the decisions that you make? And when you start thinking about things like that, it's really different. It's, it becomes so much bigger than just you and your right now. Because Jesus lived like that. He, it was so much bigger. That moment at the cross, that suffering, that agony, that carrying that cross, that getting beat, that taking 40 stripes so we could be healed, that was so much bigger than him. He had us in mind. And so what if we lived, ooh, I almost went in. <laughs> what if we lived in such a way that uh, we're living to make things easier for other people or we're living to... Uh, Leave somebody with inspiration or with instruction or a vision. Remember, it says write the vision and make it plain. Well, guess what? So that somebody might read it and run with it. Read you like a book. That's another scripture right there. Your vision can be read of men. They can see it when you go forth in it and you leave that blueprint in the earth for somebody. The vision is supposed to be bigger than you. It's supposed to impact other people's lives. People are supposed to be birthed from what God has given you to do. People are supposed to be inspired. People are supposed to be sparked. All of that kind of stuff from what God has done in you. Because guess what? When we read stories, I know it's certain people that I get super, super hype about when I read. Like I love, I love God's word, but it's certain people that get me super hype. Like Paul is one person that I love to read about. Esther is one person that I love to read about. Jeremiah. It's like sometimes you read and then you see yourself. So guess what? Somebody is going to see your story, your life, your book, your song, your film, whatever, your testimony and see themselves. How do I know? Guess what? I just got done reading. Um, I'm always, like I said before, I'm always trying to read. I was trying to feed my mind. I was trying to continue to grow. I, I really thank God for that habit. I really thank God. Man, because some people do not like to read for fun, but I love just to read um, and find a quiet spot. That's like part of self-care for me because it's it's a quiet space where you can just go in and pour into yourself. You know, of course, we got to be careful what content we choose and things like that. But I love to read. And so recently, um, in light of it being Black History Month, let's shout out two two authors whose books I've just read, Will Smith and Tabitha Brown. I literally just finished Will Smith's book this morning. And I was I was blessed by it. Why? Because... I'm blessed by reading people's stories, whether whether we have things in common or not. There's always something. We always have things, some things in common. And Maya Angelou says, oftentimes we have more in common than we have differences. So there's always something that you can learn from a person. Or there's always something um, that you can take from an experience or 
from a, a journey, from somebody's testimony, from somebody's weaknesses, from somebody's victory is always something that you can learn. So I was blessed by both of those books, by Tabitha Brown, Food for the Soul, and then Will Smith's book, Will. For these individuals, they blessed me because um, they're transparent. They were very, they were transparent. And that takes courage to do so. Like round of applause to them and everybody else who's sharing their story. Number one, that's a very vulnerable thing vulnerable thing to do to put your story out there to put your testimony out there to put your weaknesses out there put your victories out there you know um that's that takes a lot of courage <laughs> especially in this day and age when everybody has an opinion and then people can sometimes be very very aggressive with those opinions i was genuinely blessed by both of those books. There were things that were in those books um, that related to me on my journey, um, of my journey of pursuing purpose. Tabitha shares a lot of different things um, because it's her business and <laughs> she can do that. But she shared a lot of different things concerning her her family, her, her upbringing, um, her childhood, her her pursuit of purpose, her pursuit of, of acting. And, you know, even as far as her spiritual giftings, how God has blessed her in such a way to have these giftings and, and a foresight and knowing of certain things. Basically, she was saying that God had given her a prophetic gift. That touched me right there because there's a lot of people out here that, you know, need to know you're not alone. You're having these experiences and they're gifts that God gives. Joseph was a dreamer. Um, Daniel had visions. These things are not crazy. These things are not spooky. These things are real life and it's in the, the word of God. But somebody being courageous, courageous enough to share on that can also let somebody else know like, hey, no, there's a whole tribe of people that is just like you. So I applaud her for that because that that touched me, you know, I know that I'm called to certain spaces and I know that I'm called there to be a blessing and to point people to God and to point people to love. And, you know, when somebody shares their journey, you realize, whoo, everybody has their process. Will Smith had his process and we don't understand. A lot of times we see a person's glory, but we don't know their story. So if you start reading people like a book, maybe we'll be less judgmental of people. Maybe we'll understand that that person didn't just pop up overnight. That person has been tested. That person has gone through trials. That person has had to pray. That person has hurts and scars just like you and everybody else. You know, that person has flaws just like you and everybody else. So it's like we put people on these pedestals. But at the end of the day, they're people just like us. They just might be people with a different grace. So, again, those are two books that really blessed me. Both of these individuals shared about loss that occurred in their life. Tabitha with her mom, Will with his dad. It was a lot of things that touched me while I was reading that. Sometimes I had to put the book down. Um, some of you know I lost my grandmother. And so that grief thing, I'm still working through that. I'm still dealing with that. You know, I'm still healing through that. So to read of somebody else's experience and them walking through that or knowing that they went through certain things. A lot of times we think that if a person is in public or they have money, they have fame, they have whatever, whatever, we might think they have a perfect life. No, <laughs> people have issues, family issues and all kind of stuff, just like you, just like me, all kind of stuff. There, there is, there's one perfect one. 
And that was Jesus. And that's why we needed him. And that's why we needed his sacrifice. So it would cover our imperfections. But I just love to read about other people's journey because, man, it makes you more compassionate. It makes you, I don't know, it fires me up. It makes me hungry to impact other people and be a blessing to other people. Um, so if you haven't read those books for Black History Month, those are two books that I would recommend. Like I said, um, you know, we have to start praying for people and encouraging them. Um, that's always been a grace of mine. Read you like a book. I share that. For some, that might mean being discerning. Uh, one thing about me is I have a grace for those that are called to unconventional spaces. So a lot of times, for whatever reason, God has allowed me to feel what they feel. Sometimes the instruction is to pray them through, cover them, the ones that people want to throw away or condemn. Like, listen, I know that God loves Hollywood. God loves those that are called to influence, just like he loves those who maybe have a different grace or different assignment on their life. But for whatever reason, God has made me very sensitive to this arena. God has made me very sensitive to these people. And I thank God for that assignment. Um, I thank God for that assignment. I've had a lot of encounters with people behind those closed doors, praying for them, encouraging them. Um, names that some people would recognize <laughs> if I said, but I'm not going to say because that's a, that's a private thing, but that's my grace. And that's, that's a love for me is for these people that are called there, um, to know that God loves them. For these people that are called there to know that God loves them and that even in their elevated space, <laughs> God is still sensitive to them. Um, even with what comes with the assignment, God is loving them. God protects them. He's watching over them. He's keeping them. That is a grace for me. So I've always had that ability to see through what's presented. I've always had that ability to see a person beyond their gift or beyond their talent and see the state of that person and be one that they can trust or that God knew that he can trust with that information to pray for them, to cover them, to maybe even befriend, walk, counsel with them. And I thank God for that. So when I read these, these person's stories or see their testimonies or, or whatever, like I just <laughs> know that I think of everything that they have maybe gone through to get to that place, like Joseph. You know, Joseph was raised up in Egypt, right? Joseph was raised up in Egypt, but he had such a process that could have, you know, from the outside that just seemed so painful to get to that elevated place. <laughs> I'm sensitive because there's some things that I've gone through and walked through that have made me sensitive and compassionate on my way to that place that God promised or that for what God showed me is going to come to pass. So I enjoy whether it's discerning and reading a person like that through, through discerning and just that, that love and that spiritual sensitivity that comes through Christ Jesus. 
or whether it's reading their actual stories and just knowing like, man, um, it's beautiful to see God's faithfulness in a person's journey. And listen, you don't have to be called to entertainment or to influence to have a story. All of us have a story. All of us have a story that's being created. And whether you write a book or never write a book, you can tell your story. Some people tell their story by public speaking. Some people tell their story when they preach. Guess what? Jesus was preaching his own life. And a lot of times that is what people can pull from or see God even in their own life. And tell that. All of, all of the things that we've been through, all of the things that make us us, all of the things that help shape us, help groom us, all of the, even the things that hurt us and didn't feel good, all of the things that did feel great and that were worth celebrating, all of that stuff all combined together makes us and makes our story. Just like when you read a story or you watch a TV show and there's these characters and then there's plots, there's settings, there are environments, there's um, usually some type of problem that has a solution and then there's the climax and all of that. All of that is, is, is like the same with our life. The people that have helped shape us or that have influenced us or that we've crossed paths with were characters in our story. All characters may not walk with you all the way through, but those environments and those instances and those situations are part of the plot. Your plot. I have a plot. All of us. All of us have a story. So listen, it, okay, we're talking about read you like a book. Whether that means being sensitive to what's around you, who's around you. Being sensitive even to yourself, knowing where you are, what you need, uh, where you're at, where you're going. Being aware of your own story. Being sensitive, whether it means like that, having insight and being able to see beyond what you see. That's part of it. Whether it's actually telling your story, whether it's in book form, written form, a song, whatever, a, a project, public speaking, whether it's that nonprofit organization you're supposed to birth, whether it's that ministry you're supposed to birth or whatever, like that's part of it. Somebody's going to read you like a book through your assignment through your assignment that you fulfill in the earth realm. Being open to keep learning. And that might include getting the right mentors, getting the right people in your life, getting the right resources. Look, I have all kinds of books. That was one thing I always said I wanted in my house was a library. Whether it's faith-based books, uh, books that teach about my giftings, uh, books of people who have inspired me and their journeys, all of that stuff. Reading it, reading it like a book. There's so many things that have inspired me. And one thing about a book is, is that, listen, the work is the work. Once it's out there, it's out there. 
Some of these people have gone on then passed on, but we are still being fed from what they left. We are still being fed from that book that wrote, that song they wrote, that song they released, that movie they made. That passage, that poetry they they wrote. So let somebody read you like a book by leaving a legacy through what it is that you're called to do in the earth. It's going to outlive you. Our obedience outlives us. And so can disobedience. What if you're supposed to write the book that's going to inspire another world changer but you don't write the book or you don't tell the story or you don't release the song and then that person is stifled because you didn't do what God called you to do or that position that God is calling you to take or that ministry God is calling you to birth out that business God is calling you to birth out Maybe it's an artist, maybe it's a painter or whatever. Look at all of the art that we have that's still in the earth. The good thing about God is that, man, God is so creative. He's so, man, God was flexing. People say that now, like God, God's biggest flex, one of it to me, one of God's biggest flex uh, is his creativity. I went to the aquarium yesterday and just seeing like, Oh my goodness, all of just the animals and just how decorative they are and all the different colors and all of this stuff. Like, God is amazing. God is amazing. So listen, if God is creative, there's so many different ways that you have to tell your story. There's so many different ways for you to go forth that God has created that's assigned to you. And that, guess what, that will allow others to read you like a book. So I just kind of wanted to drop in today to drop some nuggets. This episode, again, is called Read You Like a Book. You have a story to tell. Don't sit on your testimony. And before I go, I want to say this. Like, sometimes we do sit on our testimony. Why? Because the enemy or society or all these voices try to make us be ashamed of our process or try to make us be ashamed to tell our testimony. Why? Because there's some ugly parts in this story (laughs) that you probably don't even want to talk about. But guess what? God will give you wisdom on how to tell that thing. And then sometimes it's just about you removing your pride and just telling it because it ain't about you anyway. It was always for God's glory in the first place. So don't be ashamed of your testimony. Don't be ashamed of that. I saw um, someone on social media the other day and she was talking about um, she was talking about how. God has blessed her with these businesses and now she's a multimillionaire. But she was saying, when you tell my story, make sure that you also talk about how I went through uh, being um, sexually abused by people in my family. She was like, also make sure you tell about the part where I struggled and where I was went through evictions and went through all kind of turmoil and stuff. And she was like, make sure you tell the full story so that God can get all of the glory. So that was part of it. And that was Ashley Massingill, um, 
who I'm connected with on social media, who has, you know, these multi-million dollar businesses that now allow her to take care of her family and bless the community. And, and that's amazing. We can celebrate other people, right? Because celebrating them, lighting, lighting a candle doesn't cause your candle to go out. So it's okay to celebrate other people. That's kingdom. But that makes my point that you don't have to be ashamed of your full testimony. Some people going to realize just how much God's hand is on you when they see how good you look and they hear the depth of your story and the stuff you've been through. Some stuff that may maybe would have made people lose their minds or, or whatever else. But God's grace is on you, especially in this time where people are and we bind that spirit of suicide. We bind that spirit of hopelessness and giving up. But guess what? Maybe if you tell your story or you tell your testimony, somebody is not going to take their life. Somebody is not going to end their life or say it's too much because they're going to see and they're going to hear about the hope that comes from God through you and what God has called you to do. So we can't even afford to be quiet. We can't even afford to not tell our testimony. We don't want no blood on our hands. It's very, very, very sad that we're waking up and we're hearing about 26 year olds taking their lives and 30 year olds who, who young girls and, and women have looked up to that are taking their lives. That's not only was it attack on that person, but it's also an attack on every person that's connected to that person, every person that would have been impacted by that person. And the devil is a liar. And so if you are listening to this, I say you shall not die, but you will live to declare the works of the Lord. You will not die, but you will live to declare the works of the Lord. You will not die, but you will live to declare the works of the Lord. Life and death lie in the power of the tongue. So right then I just chose to speak life because guess what? Even the part of my story, I know how it feels to want to get to that place. And the enemy is trying to convince you to do it. But I thank God that God's hand was on me. And now I can say I did not die, but I live to declare the works of the Lord. And so somebody is waiting on you because somebody is going to hear about the hope of Jesus through you and through what he's given you to do. Somebody's going to read you like a book through what you say or read you like a book through what you do in your assignment in your earth. Or maybe, like I said, it's that that ministry, that assignment, that grace that God has given you. So allow them to read you like a book. Allow yourself to study and to show yourself approved with that thing that God has called you. That's a whole nother thing. Yes, God gives us natural gifts and he gives us uh, uh, wisdom that comes from on high. But then guess what? Sometimes it also takes applying yourself to get the knowledge or sharpen up and get the skills that you may need. There's a lot of people that God has called them certain things and they did have a process or they did go to school to become that doctor or they did go to take a class to learn or sharpen and, and things like that. Guess what? Do all the supernatural and the practical things that is going to take for that vision to come to pass, for people to be able to read you like a book or to be able to hear about Jesus through you because we are living epistles. So guess what? You can tell people, yeah, I took this class and I learned this. Or yes, God downloaded me with this, but then he also instructed me to go over here and do this. Or he led me to this book and I got the impartation that I needed from this book. Or I did this. God can impart wisdom and knowledge so many different ways. It can come through people. It can come through written works. It can come through 
all kind of ways. So we don't want to box God in, but we just want to obey God. And so listen, some of us can feel that tug, feel that tug that even 2022, it's time to go higher. It's time to do more. It's time to birth that vision and we're not going to sit on it. It's not going to die and it is going to come to pass. And so I pray right now for any person that's reading uh, uh, me right now or reading uh, uh, reading me like a book through this vision of the Honey and Locust podcast, I just decree and declare that it is coming to pass. I speak life. I come into agreement with you that it is going to be just as God said. And so, Lord, we just say thank you for you keeping your hand on us, for your grace, for your mercy. And for the courage to tell our stories, to tell our stories. And so, God, we say bless the works of our hands. Bless the works of the hands of the person who's going to listen to this podcast. And, God, I say thank you. I say thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers us. And so, God, we say thank you for keeping your hand on us. Because if they're listening to this podcast, they're supposed to be listening to this podcast. Because they were connected to this vision. And so, God, I say thank you for this vision. Continue to download us with vision. Hallelujah. Continue God to download us, God. And God, we want to have victorious stories, God, in Jesus name. We want to be an example, God, of what happens when we allow you to use us. We want that to be our story. So God, I thank you in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Listen, I hope this episode has blessed you today. I started to go in. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a preacher, but don't test me. I don't know. I just might be. Whatever God say, we're going to do it, okay? <laughs> it's less about the title. It's more about the obedience. But listen, even with that, God is doing things in some unconventional ways. And so we just got to be open to how you flow. God has been open, opening some amazing doors, some things that God told me to step out in obedience to do last year that people didn't understand or they didn't get it. But now God is blessing and blowing on those things. Why? Because if he told you to do it, he's going to multiply it. That's how you know God's hand is on it when it's fruitful and when it starts to bear fruit. And so don't be discouraged over your small beginning despise not the small beginnings he says that you just obey God don't worry about that and 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 that'll take care of itself as you obey God just do what God told you to do that's for all of us so who help us God to humble ourselves and help us to draw closer to you and God not to be uh religious but be relational God we want to God your word says if we draw unto you you draw unto us So help us to draw unto you and run to you, God, and you'll lead us and guide us. So again, it's Black History Month. (laughs) This episode was read you like a book. We took so many different angles of that, us being living epistles, um, us being encouraged by other people's stories and books and testimonies and their written works and their vision that we can read them through and see Jesus because ultimately we're glorifying Jesus. We're glorifying Jesus through our obedience and what he gives us to do. All of it is to point people back to Jesus and for them to be able to see Jesus through what we do and what we create. So we have to be connected to him for God to bless what we create because it comes through him and then he blesses it as we obey and we avail ourselves to be that vessel that he can use. So I really, really hope this bless you. Read you like a book. Be sensitive to other people. 
Be sensitive to their stories. Hallelujah. Allow your story to be told however God wants you to tell it. Be encouraged to do that. Continue to learn, grow, stretch yourself. We shouted out two books that were created um, that I read recently for Black History Month. And we'll keep shouting people out through this month. But those books were Food for the Soul by Tabitha Brown and Will, Will Smith's book. I believe that we can le- uh, learn and grow from everybody's journey. And you take what you can take. And if it's not for you, then you cast that to the side. <laughs> okay? If it's, if it's not for you, but we can all learn from each other. We can all learn from each other. We have more alike then we have differences i believe that because we're made in the image of god and so guess what we all have a likeness when it comes there we are all made in the image of god god loves us and he created us to give him glory so listen allow people to read you like a book through your obedience and don't be afraid to uh, lean in to getting to know other people, your brothers and sisters, and, and really um, dive into some of their journeys. They might give you some encouragement that you need along the way for your journey. That's the whole purpose. It's the body of Christ, and we all need each other. No big eyes, no little use. We all need each other, no matter what your grace is. No matter we have different graces, but all of us need each other. And all of us in our being in our rightful places, doing what God created us to do, functioning how God created us to create, helps the whole body, the whole body. And it helps the kingdom of God. And that's what we're trying to grow and build. And so before I leave, if you are not saved and you said, man, something really touched me as I was listening today. It's not a hard thing to join the family of God. All you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that you believe that Jesus came. He died and he rose that we might live again and become a part of his family. You say that, Lord, I thank you. I believe that you came and you died for my sins. I now welcome you into my heart and become a part of your family. You say that it's done. You could do it right where you are. It's about souls too. What we're doing is about souls. None of this other stuff can keep us, man, money, all this other stuff, all of that stuff. Um, it's stuff and it's going to pass away. But what does remain is the word of God and the love of God. And that's what matters. So if you became a part of the family, welcome to the family. (laughs) It's that simple. And now we just pray that God will lead you to a family base and, and a safe place for you to continue to learn and grow. And if that's you and you need some help with that, hey, send an email, the honey and locust podcast at gmail.com. You have questions, comments, concerns, man, hit us up. We would love to hear from you. It's just like that. <laughs> just like that. You don't have to do this thing alone. We're not supposed to do it alone. And so, listen, maybe this is the safe place where you are being um, led to greater in this season. And you never know. You never know who God is going to use or who they could connect you to or resources they could bless you with. So don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. And we are always praying for our Honey and Locust podcast family. You all continue to pray for me and I'll continue to pray for you. Again, this was Natasha Chantel with another episode of the Honey and Locust podcast. This episode was called Read You Like a Book. Share it with somebody else. Don't be stingy. 
If it bless you, it's going to bless somebody else. And sharing is caring, all right? <laughs> so be generous and bless somebody else with this link if it bless you. And until the next time, happy Black History Month <laughs> and enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this month. Get started on that assignment, whatever God has for you so that you can be read of all men and be a story of victory and be a story of what it looks like when we surrender and allow God to use us and bless us. Amen. All right. Love y'all to the next time.